It is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, and welcome to episode 191 of Fault Lines, the National Security Institute's podcast that gets you quickly up to speed three times a week on the national security and foreign policy debates shaking up America. We're here today with our regular crew. I am Jessica Jones, Deputy Executive Director at NSI, and I'm joined by Jamil Jaffer, NSI Founder and Executive Director, and Lester Munson, quite likely NSI's tallest fellow. And today, we are talking about the kidnapping of four Americans who crossed the U.S.-Mexico border last Friday and who, within hours, were abducted by gunmen. Two of the Americans were killed before the two others were rescued Tuesday. So what we know so far, um, which has been confirmed by Mexican authorities who have been working alongside the FBI, is that gunmen targeted the Americans' car in likely a case of mistaken identity after the Americans' minivan crossed into the dangerous border town of Matamoros last week. Unfortunately, this story is the latest in what seems like relentless violence in Mexico, uh, violence that the Mexican government has been unable to contain despite promises from the country's president that his security strategy is working. It also comes at a critical moment for the security relationship between Mexico and the U.S. Stopping the flow of fentanyl across the border has been a top priority for the Biden administration, though fentanyl-related overdoses are the leading cause of Americans aged 18 through 49. Some Republican members of Congress have proposed a bill that would allow the U.S. military to combat organized crime south of the border and label drug cartels as terrorist groups. Their bill is support from others on the right, including GOP state governors who had their previous call um, to arms last month. Not surprisingly, Mexican President Obrador has cautioned Americans, including President Biden this week, from intervening in Mexico's domestic affairs. Nonetheless, on Monday, Senator Lindsey Graham said, I would tell the Mexican government, if you don't clean up your act, we're going to clean it up for you. And he said he was prepared to introduce legislation to quote, set the stage for U.S. military force in Mexico. Okay, guys, so what do we make of all these um, GOP uh, congressional statements from either a legal or political perspective? Um, you know, how do these maybe change the security situation in Mexico and, and strengthen border security? I'm happy to, happy to, you know, get your thoughts. But I mean, my view is what Lindsey Graham is saying is he's not talking about invading Mexico, right? I think what Lindsey Graham is talking about is authorizing the ability of the U.S. military to conduct what we think about as sort of counterterrorism raids, cross-border raids, say they identify these individuals uh, who kidnapped these Americans and killed them, um, and the Mexican government isn't willing to cooperate. Now, we've had some good level of cooperation with the Mexican military, particularly the Mexican Navy historically, in going after drug cartels, but President Obrador has cut back our cooperation with them. And so, you know, there may be a need to go across the border and grab some folks. We do that in other ungoverned spaces around the globe where we have terrorist groups that are doing bad things, threatening Americans. Um, it's not crazy uh, for Lindsey Graham to put this on the table, I think it's unlikely, but I don't think it's crazy. To Jamil's point, so we had Bill Barr in the Wall Street Journal this weekend comparing drug cartels to ISIS. So, Jamil, you seem to be saying that that's what the situation is, and Mexico is similar to these barren lands out across the globe. Bless what's your take? So, uh, uh, several several things. What, what Jamil is describing, uh, which would be these like special forces raids into Mexico to uh, to address the crime problem, is in fact, unless we have the collaboration of the Mexican government, that's an invasion of Mexico. Uh, that's not going to happen. I understand why we're why we're talking tough and making threats, and there can be some real utility in that to put pressure on the Mexican government to change the way it's handling uh, crime and the cooperation with the U.S., the war on drugs, etc. And that is all stuff that should be reviewed. But the idea that we're actually going to send U.S. military into Mexico, a place where there are millions of Americans on any given day engaged in tourism, uh, going for, for cheap medical services, 
just going shopping, uh, visiting family. Like the U.S.-Mexican relationship is enormous and complicated. We're not invading that country. Uh, what we should be having is much better collaboration with the Mexican government on fentanyl, on border security, on these the atrocious acts by these cartels. There's no doubt about it. We need to push the envelope and get to a better place with the current government in Mexico. But the idea that we're going to send in U.S. troops on special forces missions is bananas. Yeah. If I was President Obrador, I I mean, he's already he's already given warnings that about, you know, Mexican state sovereignty. This wouldn't make me inclined to up cooperation with the United States. Right. These threats of American military venturing into the country unilaterally, that would not make me open to more security cooperation, whether it's tackling smuggling or, you know, going after manufacturers within Mexico. That, 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 oh, this would put me on the defensive. I don't, I don't agree with that. I think that, look, I think the threat that, like, the fact that you can't handle your own business, I mean, look, the reality is, like, you guys act like, like Mexico's a well-governed state and everything's going great there. Six of the, Me- of the states in Mexico are on the U.S. do not travel to list. Like, literally don't go there. Another seven are on the reconsider your travel to and 17, 17 are take extra precautions. Only two Mexican states out of the entire country are under the take regular precautions when traveling. So Mexico is a basket case. Their government is clearly unable to control the drug problem. They're clearly unable to control the killing of their own people, much less of Americans. This is becoming a serious crisis and it's right on our southern border. It's right across uh, the Rio Grande River in Texas. And so this idea that we might not take action, direct action, I think is not necessarily true. I think that under this president, you're 100% right. Under the fall, under the next president, right? Might we? We went into Panama. We invaded Panama. By the way, this would not be an invasion unless we conduct counterterrorism raids around the globe, Yemen. There are mysteriously terrorists disappearing in Pakistan all the time, right? We don't we don't invade countries and conduct terrorist act, counterterrorism actions all the time. Somalia, we haven't invaded Somalia, and yet we're conducting counterterrorism actions all the time there. So, you know, we can do it. Again, I think it would be a, it would be a major major change to our relationship with Mexico. I'm not saying we're going to do it. I'm saying that it's got to be on the table if this level of threat to Americans and the flow of fentanyl continues across the border. And by the way, I, I do think it gets the attention of President Obrador and makes him start taking action because clearly nothing else is getting his attention, Jess. I mean, but OK, so what is it that triggers these interventions? Is it the deaths of Americans? Because in 2021, there were you know 200 Americans died in Mexico, only 75 due to homicides. You look at the average American city and the amount of homicides is, is so... Not even close, right? So the safety of Americans doesn't seem really that much at play. And also consider if Americans didn't actually travel to any of those districts, which they're warned not to go to. Also, the different, I mean, Yemen, Somalia, I mean, are they part of NAFTA? Like that is, I mean, I know you talk about the difference of optics, but that is completely different. That is completely different. This is literally thousands of Americans are traveling south every day. Wes. Look, uh, we're, we're kind of all over the place on this debate. Uh, many U.S. special forces actions against terrorism are done in collaboration with the government where they happen. When they don't, that's the U.S. effectively, let's, let's be honest here, invading that country against their will. Now, we may be justified in doing that, but we are invading them. And comparing the situation in Mexico to what was going on in Panama 30 years ago is also a little bit crazy. We went into Panama specifically to arrest the president of the country and put him in U.S. prison, which I believe is where he still is. Manuel Noriega is still in prison, I think, in Colorado in a supermax. Um, if he hasn't passed away, we should look that up, by the way. Uh, but we're not doing that in Mexico. 
We're not going in there and deposing the government. That is not that is not going to happen. It's not going to happen under this president or any other American president ever. What we ought to be doing is having a serious conversation with the Mexicans about a ramped up law enforcement approach that deals with the drug issue, deals with border security. There's no reason we can't do that. Don't shake your head. We don't have to invade every country anytime there's an issue that that upsets us and we're not satisfied with their government's response. That is that should not be our immediate reaction. We ought to do other things first. Nobody, nobody's saying we got to invade them tomorrow. I'm just saying. You just said that. I am saying. He just didn't use the word invade less. So it's not. It is not crazy to put military options on the table if Mexico cannot control the flow of fentanyl into this country. By the way, and yes, you're right, Jess, only if only if a handful of Americans killed in Mexico last year. What about the thousands, tens of thousands of Americans who died because Mexico pushes fentanyl across our border from China? That's a huge problem. Those are real Americans dead. That is becoming a national security issue. And the government needs to take action. It doesn't need to be necessarily unilateral military action. We need to act. And less, your old recipe of talking to everybody and making nice ain't enough. We're so no, I picked the spiciest, what I think will be a tame topic, and it becomes the spiciest topics. Uh, you're welcome, Fault Lines audience. With that, that's a wrap. Thanks to Brooke Agacon and Rachel Domino from NSI and Claude Jennings for their help producing today's episode. Join us again on Friday for another great episode of Fault Lines, our podcast that gets you smart fast on the national security debates shaking up America. And if you like what you heard, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.